0: Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to season two. I can't even believe I'm saying that season two of the hashtag limitless podcast. My name is Tesla case and I will be your host. So, uh, first of all, 2022, I'm claiming it. I hope you guys claim it too. 2022 will be the year of restoration. 2022 is going to be the year that prayers are answered and wishes and dreams are coming to fruition. So I really hope and pray that each and every one of you listening to this is able to gain something from this episode or this season in order to help you on your journey to becoming hashtag limitless. So I had left a teaser um, on my social media. And if you guys do not follow me on social media, um I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Um my Instagram is limitless with TC. Feel free to follow me on there. I'm also on TikTok, but not really as much as I'm on Instagram or Facebook. But today, I want to talk to you guys about a heavier topic. So, in my teaser, I let you guys know that season one was like our base level of a lot of different, you know, issues. That if I can go through it and make it and grow from it, then so can you. Season two is going to be about some heavier topics. So. Not to scare you away, but just to, you know, give you an idea of what to expect. Today, I want to talk about Christianity and depression, because I feel like there's such a misconception of, oh, well, you know, you're a Christian, you believe in God, therefore you don't believe that, you know, this is a thing. And obviously, mental illness is a thing. You can't, you know, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. You can't pray away depression just like you can't pray away anxiety. But what you can do is have faith that it's going to get better. And that's what is really important in this. So I want to give you guys a little bit of background on how I have been able to put this into my life and into perspective. Um, And then I want to share a story from the Bible as well. So a couple years ago, um before I, you know, found my faith, I was really struggling. And I had gotten to a point where I was testing God. I had gotten to a point where I was like, you know what, God, if you want me to live after doing these crazy things that I had done, then it's in your hands. It's up to you. And looking back on it now, I'm like, that was absolutely ridiculous. I could have absolutely harmed myself with some of the crazy stuff I was doing. But I was, I was meant to be here at this point in time. So there's a lot of things that I had gone through. Um, thank goodness, you know, I was able to work through it, but at the end of the day, I was dealing with depression. I was trying to find the right medication and it took years of me trying different things before I figured out what worked for me. Now Like I said before, you can't pray away depression, you can't pray away ADHD, you can't pray away anxiety, but what you can do is have faith. And I'm also a big supporter of listen to your doctor, listen to your body. So please don't think that I'm trying to discourage anyone from taking their, you know, antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications. This is just what happened for me. So I had tried a lot of different things. I honestly was just at a point in my life where I didn't feel loved. I didn't love myself. And it did take a lot of soul searching, a lot of faith finding to be able to be happy with who I am and to be confident in myself um, and to help with my depression. Because some of it I was able to work on, you know, with exercise, um, with surrounding myself with the right people. With getting back into church, finding my faith, finding my path, my purpose, my calling. But there was still medication needed. So that was something where I will say some of it is your mindset, in my opinion. And for me, what I really needed to heal was God. But I want to let you guys know of a story in the Bible where... You may think, oh, well, the Bible doesn't talk about depression. Yes, it does. And here's an example. So there was a prophet named Elijah, right? And I'm trying to remember where at in the Bible this was. Let me see if I can find it. So this is in uh, 1 Kings chapter 19, um, that Elijah had been... Dealing with some stuff in regards to people worshiping um, a false idol. So, um, you know, he was doing his thing as a prophet. However, after he had, you know, done some stuff, Elijah was dealing with depression. While he was sleeping, he ran to this cave and he was sleeping, and the angel woke him up. She was able to provide him with food and water and encourage him to take that nourishment. But even though he ate the food and drank the water, he was still depressed. Again, the angel told him, You need to get up and eat, and you need to go on this journey. You need to go to the mountain of God. He got there, he spent the night, and he asked God, What am I doing here? Elijah actually complained. He complained that he had been very zealous for God, But the Israelites have rejected God's covenant, torn down God's altars, and put God's prophets to death. And Elijah was like, you know, I'm the only one left, and now those people are after me too. So God spoke to Elijah, and he said, I need you to come out of the cave. I need you to stand on the mountain, because I'm going to pass by. A powerful wind blew, and it shattered the rocks on the mountain. But God was not in the wind. There was an earthquake, but God was not in the earthquake. And then there was a fire, but God was not in the fire. Finally, the smallest gentle whisper came, and God did not rebuke Elijah, but told him to journey back to his life. He gave him a new mission, anoint a man to be the new king, and anoint Elisha to succeed him. So I know that that story may not seem like something that you're like, I really don't know why she went on that tangent. The point I was trying to make with that story is that even though Elijah was communicating with God and even though God sent an angel to take care of his basic needs, while Elijah was dealing with his depression, what he really needed to do was continue to have faith. That God was going to be there for him. That God was not dumb with him. That everything Elijah had gone through, there was a purpose for that. There was a purpose for the struggle, and there's a purpose for his journey. When I feel like I'm overthinking everything, when I start to feel hopeless, when I start to feel alone or afraid, I like to go back and think about. How Elijah, a freaking prophet, a biblical hero, someone who was so strong in his faith, also dealt with depression. It makes me feel like I'm not alone in that. Every time I start to feel like, like a failure, I have to think back on Elijah. Elijah. I have to think back on, look what he was able to accomplish in the name of God. And he still dealt with this. This isn't just a me problem. This is something that a lot of people deal with. And this is something that if I can read this in the Bible and know that God was still here for him, that God's still here for me. And that I'm not alone. And I'll never be alone. I might be going through a struggle, thinking that I'm not good enough, feeling alone, getting stuck inside my own head. And you may feel like that too sometimes. But just know that even when you feel like God's not with you, He is. He's probably carrying the majority of the weight that you don't even realize. He's battling demons that you don't even know about. He's dealing with struggles that you may never, ever think were even coming your way because of the small portion that you're dealing with. He's handling the big stuff. You just have to show up and have faith.